Hello, this is the Global Citizen podcast uh, brought to you by the Global Citizen Award. Uh, I'm Patrick and today as part of my reflective posts, um, I'm going to be talking about my time um, on the Irish Aid funded inclusive education project with Voluntary Service Overseas in, in Karamoja in, in northern Uganda. Um, the SDG that I'll be focusing on today will be SDG 4 which is to ensure inclusive and equitable quality education and promote lifelong learning opportunities for all. Um, I suppose when I, when I first arrived in, in Karamoja, um, the, the first thing that you notice is that, that it's an incredibly remote region uh, of the country. It's about 13 hours drive, I'd say, from the capital city, Kampala. Um, and I, I had never really been outside Europe um, uh, before this, so so obviously there was a um, there was a a big sort of culture shock, I suppose, uh, when you're when you're adapting to to any new place that you live in. Um, I suppose that the remoteness was was uh, at times quite isolating, and I, I suppose in that region, you know, it, it wouldn't be uncommon to uh, to be without electricity for for a number of days. Um, and also the the what I did notice is that it was one of the poorest regions of the country. I think just over sixty percent were living on less than a dollar ninety um, a day. But on the drive up to Karamoja, it's a it's an incredibly sort of beautiful drive, even though it's very long, and you sort of almost feel like you're on the the, the edge of the earth. You know, there's just savanna for for miles and miles. Um, so it was a, a very beautiful part of the country and. You know, um, I remember uh, the 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 sunsets being very, very, uh, you know, like a big, uh, big orange ball in the sky, and you know, just the 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 whole skyline would just um, melt with these different oranges and reds. Um, and the town itself was was very small, um, only a couple of hundred people. There were a number of NGOs working there as well, um, and a very sort of t- uh, tight knit community. Um, I suppose what my uh, in relation to my expectations, I, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I had obviously done a bit of research in Uganda before I went out uh, and received all my 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 jabs um, for for various different things like yellow fever and um, and the likes. Um, so I, I didn't really know what to to expect, and I, I have to admit, for the first couple of days, it was a, it was a very extreme experience. Now I, I was fortunate in that my organisation was very good at, um, you know, helping to prepare you to go out to to Karamoja. And what I really really loved about uh, the Ugandan people was that they were incredibly friendly. In fact, it was very similar to um, to the Irish people in that regard. You know, everyone was very uh, friendly and open and always wanted to have a chat. Uh, so I really appreciated that. It, it, it gave me a, a sense of, um, a sense of home. Um, in relation to a, a comparison between, between Ireland and Uganda, I suppose that the, the sheer level of poverty was, 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 was quite shocking at first. Um, and I know that we have our, our, our own issues in Ireland with inequality, but it was even more so heightened in, 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 uh, Uganda. Um, but yeah, it definitely took a, a lot of getting used to. We would sort of go back to Kampala every month or so for meetings, which was always a, a bit of a relief because you, you had the city and, you know, you could, um, I suppose there was more to do. Uh, and that was probably part part of the problem sometimes is that, 
you know, especially if you didn't have electricity in such a remote place, you know, you had to really keep yourself busy, not just in relation to work, but, you know, in your, in your personal life. Um, and yeah, that could be tough at times, you know, uh, luckily, like, you know, I was, I was, uh, very integrated in the local community and, uh, my colleagues, I was very close to as well. So they were a great, uh, a great, um, support network. Um, in relation to what I was doing, I, I was uh, on the community development side of the the inclusive education project, um, and in relation to education, I suppose one of my big things that I tried to do was um, to train teachers across the two districts uh, that I was working in, Karamoja and Kati, or sorry, Moroto and uh, Katido. Um, and try and train senior teachers to have the skills to be able to provide counselling services to students, which didn't exist in the region prior. And we thought this was very important in order to, to sort of augment the learning environment and to provide um, support to, 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 to students that were struggling. Also, in addition to that, I suppose I dealt with a lot of the, um, the trying to break down barriers for female children to education. So I, I would have worked a lot with the police uh, and community leaders, particularly on gender-based violence um, and in relation to the police case management of, of uh, cases of abuse. Um, and I suppose, yeah, at times that was um, uh, difficult, um, particularly, you know, especially with schools and, and uh, the, the police and, and some of the local government. Uh, they were the resources were not really there, and you know often uh, people from Karamoja felt that they were maybe slightly ignored by the the central government, and especially in terms of of resources and funding. And that was very much evident in the schools, you know, um, especially the rural, remote schools. You would have a lot of children of different ages bunged into one class, and very few teachers. Uh, and there was problems with with quality of teaching, I suppose, partially due to the fact that, you know, absenteeism of teachers was not uncommon. Um, and also access to sometimes to these communities, obviously, like I said before, um, you know, because it was so remote, uh, like road infrastructure wasn't of the highest quality. So if there was a heavy rainy season, it was often difficult to, to get out to the, the communities. And I think that I thought very hard as to what could be a possible solution to to this problem in, in, in education. And I think that, you know, I've seen some really good results from contract-based teachers where you sort of get teachers in on a short-term contract, maybe six months, with the opportunity to become, um, I suppose, full-time civil servant uh, teachers. And, and what this does is it creates an incentive to, to perform highly in the, in the chance of getting a full-time job. And it also uh, provides relief to the permanent sort of civil service teachers in, in terms of uh, class size and numbers. Um, so that was what I had in, in uh, my thoughts in relation to that. Uh, it was also good to see the World Food Programme were heavily involved in Karamoja and providing meals for children that attended school. And I suppose the real challenge was, uh, particularly in, in relation to, uh, to female children, was um retention um and completion um and there was a number of of, of barriers uh, uh to this uh, like i said uh, gender-based violence 
was very much one um, separate um, separate uh, uh, wash facilities was was another issue um, and also I suppose that uh, often you would find that uh, girl children would would be expected to perform a lot of different duties such as sort of collecting firewood and 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 this sort of the caused gaps in their in their education process and and early pregnancy could be an issue as well uh, particularly trying to come back to school after a pregnancy um but definitely the 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 resource the the lack of resources was was a huge thing even in relation to learning materials and i think that it's very difficult to 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 be a teacher or um in those conditions you know um and uh, what I really, the connection with Ireland and Uganda is very, very strong. You know, Irish development workers and missionaries and everything have been in, in Uganda and have done some seriously good work, especially in terms of actually building infrastructure, um, bridges and, uh, and, and the like. Um, so it, it made me very proud, I suppose, to, to see the, the close connections between our two countries. Um, and, you know, just to... To, to see that link uh, that we have um, in East Africa. Um, but overall, I would say that um, I really I really loved living there. I really did. I, I can't say that it was um, the easiest uh, position at times, but certainly it was um, certainly it was a very very rewarding experience despite the the, the challenges that that were faced. and I think that you know, I would definitely love to go back um, and and see Karamoja. It's, it's it seems a bit like a, an, an impossibility right now because it's so so remote. You know, you you, you think, will I will I ever actually be be back there? But um, you know, there's still there's still great work going on in the region, um, and I think that um, I've heard that UNICEF have a, a project starting up uh, soon enough post uh, pandemic. Um, but yeah, I suppose the, the the takeaways I had from it were that, you know, often I think in 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 um, in Western countries, let's say, uh, that we take a lot of things for granted. You know, even I suppose, what did I take for granted? Uh, warm showers, electricity were definitely uh, some of them. Um, I was very impressed at how um, religious people were actually in Uganda. You know, over ninety percent are are, are um, adheres to, to, to some faith while you find in a lot of European states at the minute we, we've got uh, less ch church attendance and and uh, a general sort of move towards secularism in, in the truest sense um, so that was very impressive I was really uh, really amazed at the, the the faith that people had and it was a very important part of their lives but yeah I think that I think that Uganda for me was was a very sort of formative experience um it was slightly difficult i have to say to adapt uh, to going back to our society after um so long away and in such a remote part of the world um but you know the the again my organization was very good at, at, at providing sort of um services to, to help you sort of come back into tyrus life um and yeah i, I suppose it's it was it was a very simultaneously tough and uh, tough and beautiful experience, I would say, and uh, I was very proud to to to, to work on an Irish project there. 
Well, that's all for me today. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and I'll speak to you soon.